When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Judd with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Welcome in, Mackey and Judd with Rami. Hour two here on this Monday, and we launched the third edition of the Mackey and Judd with Rami happy hour last night. The quarantine happy hour. A live stream, and I believe we're going to settle in doing it three nights a week. We're working on some different plans to do various live video streams on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch that will span seven days, and Mackie and Judd with Rami Quarantine Happy Hour is going to be part of that. I know Judd launched Evening Judd Live Edition last week on Thursday, which was good. I talked for too long, though. Fifty minutes. That's too long. Fifty. Was it just you in, an, in an empty room by yeah. the end of it? Well, I, I had a bunch of sports cards and stuff, and I mean, I was showing stuff, but I looked at the time. I'm like, I should have gone fifty minutes. I didn't. Yeah, it's just, it's just Judd, like, Judd with like two baseball cards having a conversation. Like, <laughs> three people. In the basically, room. not wrong. <laughs> it's, I'm Gary Sheffield, <laughs> and I'm Andy Bobbleheads. I'm Rich Becker, and I'd like to apologize for being such a disappointment. <laughs> um, so. Keep an eye out on Score North Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch for nighttime live video streams and content because we know that a lot of you are just hanging out at home and there's no live sports and you can only you can only watch so many other things before you uh, before you run out of options. So maybe maybe you can jump in on some of our streams. But that brings us to our weekly installment, gentlemen, of quarantine discoveries. And we'll start with Rami on this one. We kicked a couple of these around last night where we actually we invited a random listener to our live video stream last night. Soren, that was super fun having him on board. And we're going to we're going to continue to invite listeners and social media followers into these live streams so you can come hang with us. We can ask you deeply personal questions about your life and your background and uh have a good time and throw a couple drinks back. But Rami, what are one or two things this weekend that you discovered your quarantine discoveries that you wouldn't otherwise have discovered if not for sitting at home a lot more often they're not new things these aren't things that are new to me um but i i finally finished off tiger king i was three episodes into that finally finished it off and wow like every every episode you're like this can't get any wackier and it does like they it outdoes itself every episode and it's joe dirt meets making a murderer on netflix (laughs) That's with, what it is. Okay. With with an element of country music to it. Which, by the way... Is it good? I was disappointed. The country music, albeit very corny, was not terrible relative singing, to country music. Well, like, you guys know I have a phobia to country music, but the singing 
objectively speaking, is real, it's not that bad. Yeah, Joe Exotic is the main character here with the mullet that and the weird goatee. That can't be him singing, right? It's not. That can't be him singing. That's for it's sure not. not him singing. No, someone, there's an article that was floating around social media that he mostly just like lip-synced and sort of faintly sang over the top of somebody else's voice. But they did all these corny music videos where he's like, He's like starring in a country love song with his, you know, white tiger pet. And, and then there's the one that he wrote about his enemy who allegedly killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. He wrote a song all about that, all about her killing her husband and feeding him to the tigers. And it is hmm. amazing. It's real. I mean, it is really something you got if you haven't seen it. And today, Collar and Declan were like, you know, whenever everybody is talking about something, I almost go out of my way not to watch it. And I'm telling you, if you're one of those people, let it go for Tiger King. You'll be happy you did. I told Collar and Declan, I want to talk about it on Score North Live. I said, watch two episodes. If you're not in after two episodes, bail. But I don't think there's any way you watch two episodes of that, especially with a little cliffhanger that they give you for episode three. There's no way you watch two episodes of that and bail. There's just no way. And I don't want to be around you if you're the type of person who would bail on that show after only two episodes. The other thing is, I fell back. Like, I don't know, three, four seasons on Modern Family, which I used to love, and I would wait for it to air every week, and somehow, some way, I don't know, I just I, I just fell out of my habits, my TV-watching habits, and the more that it piled up, the more I was like, man, I will just never catch up with Modern Family. I guess I'm just done with Modern Family, but with this break, and with not much else to do, I watched an entire season of Modern Family over the weekend, and I have two more to go before I'm all caught up with uh, what's currently the final season. Uh, Judd Zolgad, your quarantine discoveries, because I think what Rami just brought up sort of dovetails into a problem that you've been having. Yeah, I was going to say, full candidness, I realized, well, I thought this about myself, but until the last 7 to 17 days, it didn't matter. I'm a, how can I put this? I'm a terrible binge watcher. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't. I don't know if it's not the patience or what. You can't. I, well, you just can't pull the trigger. Well, or no, no. I start you're like Kevin Na. I start to binge. A golfer guy who I, can't. I start to binge, and then I can't continue to binge. So a week what, ago what, Sunday, do you get bored? Do you get restless? What I happens? get restless, and a, a week ago Sunday, Dawn and I started to binge. Is it Frank and Gracie? That's a great show, which is a fantastic show. Yeah, on Netflix. Mom Martin, loves that Martin show. Sheen. Yeah, I got through season one. Okay, I got through season one, and then I was just sort of done. And so Dawn watched season two. She watched into season three. I watched a couple a couple days after from season three. I liked it, but I can't keep going. I'm just I'm not good. So do at you binging. just do you just lose? But when you say you're not good at binging, I lose binging. focus. I, I don't have the I don't have what it takes to sit there long enough to continue to come back unless I absolutely love the show. Do you find that you have a time limit? Yeah, like, but is it after two hours? I don't three know hours, what it is. At what point are you out? I don't know. I can't tell you. I just know when it's time for me to stop. I feel like we need to enter into a Mackie and Judd with Rami therapy session here because I sense that Judd's looking for some answers here, and Rami has vast experience. Yeah, as a binge TV but watcher, I don't, I don't know that. Like you know how they say Michael Jordan could never coach. You know, because he, it just came naturally. Ted Williams couldn't like manage. Like, the greatness, wow. 
the greatness of Mike. He can't. He can't walk. How do you on, keep going? He can't walk onto a court and be like, "Be great." You know what I mean? That just that just doesn't work. Are like, you calling yourself the Michael Jordan of say, TV binge watchers? Yeah, yeah, I am. Really guys. Comparing yourself to yes. you guys, you guys didn't just hear that. There aren't many things that I can call myself the Michael Jordan of. Uh, binge watching is maybe the one, and so yeah, I'm going to make that comparison. Okay, guys, what is your Michael Jordan flu game equivalent then? Um, of okay, <laughs> when I fr- the very when I ver- <laughs> when I first got Netflix, I hadn't watched Breaking Bad at all. I was, and they were about to start the last season. Okay. And I was on Christmas break, so I had like four or five days of no work, no nothing. I wasn't going anywhere. I was just, just had time off of work. I went through the entire run of Breaking Bad in, I don't, like probably five, six days, tops, tops. I went through the entire series. Is that the show that, that you would recommend the most to people if the, if there's sort of a blank canvas. Should I watch that one? That, that, they, were, they were starting. The, they were starting Breaking the final Mad? season, and I watched. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I, I caught up to all four. I think it was five seasons in total. Was it five or six seasons? I don't know. I've, I've never six. seen one episode of Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. Wow, you Judd, you've out. never seen Breaking Bad? I've seen I've seen snippets and bits, but I've never watched full episodes. And, and it's between that and The Wire, as it's, far as me trying to break my. My struggles with binging. It's quite possibly the greatest show ever. Yeah. And I don't say that lightly. Better than The Wire? I don't throw that out there. I, 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 haven't, I haven't watched The Wire all the way through. I think I got like four or five episodes into The Wire and got distracted and moved on to something else. It's but, better than Family Matters, too? Well, then you're not Jordan. It's better than, yeah, it's better well, you than you got distracted. No, 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 you're not Jordan, then. No, I just, it didn't, it didn't you're grab pippin'. me. You're pipping, you're okay. Even Collar told me that, like, it's a really... <laughs> It's a really slow burn on the wire. Like it, it doesn't hook you in till the fourth season. And if you, if I'm not hooked in till the fourth season, that's your fault. That's not my fault. All right. But I'm. T- I don't. Wow. I don't. Like, it's like the Timberwolves. Really. Exactly. Robbie's <laughs> pointing fingers at why he's not the jo- or why he's blaming other people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Jimmy that Butler. I. Can, I don't know that I can impart any wisdom on how to binge watch. What What I would say, Judd, is I'll I'll give you the same advice that I give people when they ask me for weight loss advice because I lost a bunch of weight a few years back. Start slow, man. Start slow. A lot of people, they just want to jump right into the gym and do like an hour hardcore workout, and then they can't walk the next day, and they never go back and work out again. If you're not a binge watcher, yep. if, if this isn't normal practice for you, I'd say start slow. Watch like two episodes of something, then take a break. Maybe go watch something else or go through your baseball cards or go for a walk. Come back, watch three episodes, I- and build up build up the muscle memory for binge watching is the advice that I would give you. I, I would say uh, to add to Rami's advice here, and Rami is a more seasoned TV binge watcher than I am, but I've done some damage in my day as well. And I've gone through a couple entire seasons already in the last two weeks of quarantine, one of them being Tiger King. Um, so Grace and Frankie's a good show, but it's like you can kind of jump in whenever. Like I've missed two full seasons of that show. Jump in in season five, whatever. Okay. You need a show that has a great cliffhanger at the end of every episode. Yes. So that... It gets to the end of the episode, oh, and you're okay. like, like okay. oh, my God. It's like yeah. like every episode. I'm like going to keep turning this to sports analogies. It would be like if every episode ended with overtime in a playoff hockey game. And you're like, well, I need the next episode, right? If, yeah. if regular regulation ends and the next episode is overtime of the Stanley Cup playoffs game six. And that's why, unless you've seen this already, my recommendation for you would be go back to like 2001. or It might have been like 99 or 2000. Yep. Kiefer Sutherland. The first two seasons of 24. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever seen the show 24? 
I know of it. I've never watched it. Ever, oh, I've man. never been more hooked on a show. Really? And, and I didn't yeah. watch 24 until like seven years ago. That's another one that I got in on late and just ran yep. right through. Just every okay. so right through. Every so you're episode. saying I need to be incentivized yes. to yeah. keep going Break, as opposed to... Breaking Bad has that same kind, that same oh, okay. kind of cliffhanger at the end okay. of every episode. Thank you. Yeah. Like, not only... That's good advice, Mackie. That's solid advice. 24 is amazing for that. So 24, not only does every episode have a major cliffhanger where you're like, I have to, I have to at least start the next episode. Every commercial break, going into every commercial break, <laughs> it's also a cliffhanger. And so when you start watching this show, there's no point at which you would logically be like, oh, okay, this is a good stopping point. Right. I will just... It's like four in yeah. the morning, and you've been watching, yeah. you know? Okay. I had it's a schedule ridiculous. in college where I only had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so I would have Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the entire weekend of binge shows. I binged through all the seasons of 24 because of that, and I couldn't stop watching. I would literally spend all day watching that show because, like you said, every commercial break, every time it goes to anything else, it's a cliffhanger. It it's, is. It's amazing for that. So twenty four would be the recommendation for okay. you to just give it a, give it a shot. Watch a couple episodes. I hope that Judd reports back. It's so like five in the morning. Would... He's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that show has got." No, a, that's a good point. That show has got to hold the record for the most silent neck breaks, right? Like yeah. that was Jack Bauer's <laughs> signature move. He would sneak up on somebody behind him and do this move that. And and place them down gently on the ground so as they did so their body wouldn't make a noise as he was dropping them. That's the cigar move. I have the first season on DVD. If you want to borrow it. Because I don't think it's streamable anywhere. Oh, really? Maybe it's on Fox. It's gotta be somewhere. I could do Breaking I Bad, it's on Fox, but... Yeah, okay. do Breaking Bad, Judd. Okay. All right, Jonathan, what are your quarantine discoveries from the weekend? Things that you would have otherwise not discovered or dove into if not for having to be home all the time. It wasn't a discovery for me. It was a discovery for my wife, more or less, because obviously there's nothing on. So ESPN starting to go through their catalog of 30 for 30s, and they're starting to do wrestling stuff. And they had the Ric Flair one. And we that were that one is so we sad. We were enthralled for oh, the entirety of 30 it. Thirty for thirties are so good yeah. right now. But the Ric Flair one, it's like oh, Rick yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair is playing for fifty years. Yeah. Has just been playing a character. Yeah, he's not actually that. He's yeah. like it's when you watch that documentary. It's almost like you can see that Ric Flair is this shell. It's like this mannequin, and there's a human inside. <laughs> Help me, like trying to get Shawn out. Michael said it the best. Ric Flair doesn't know who he is without Ric Flair. He doesn't. He doesn't know the actual human that is like I I can't remember Fleer Rick Rick Fleer. yeah Richard Fleer Richard is his Fleer. real he name. doesn't know who yeah. that is because he spent his entire life being Rick Flair so that's why he can't stop wrestling did you because guys, he doesn't he's not comfortable with Richard Fleer did you guys find yourselves like not liking Rick Flair when you were watching I liked him less afterwards because he I was bad for him. like he was but. Okay, I feel bad for him too, and I understand addiction is real, and it's a struggle that that a lot of people fight with. But this was a dude who like was he was he he wasn't a good he wasn't a good person, yeah, and he wasn't. And more than anything, he was a really bad father, and like kind of just left his 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 wife and the mother of his children to raise these kids on his own while he was out. Drinking and philandering and, Unfortunately, and touring across the country. That's th- that's the story, and that's true of a lot of famous people, right? I mean, how, how many people have we heard? Uh, you know, actors, actresses, athletes, and they do these documentaries, and the person's life is is sort of just a game. And then the second thing is, it turns out that they're not good parents. They're not good spouses. Mm-hmm. They're really, really selfish, and they make a ton of money, and the public loves them. 
but the real story internally of them is is for lack of a better term depressing and like you can tell when rick starts to tell stories about the past and reminiscing which is pretty much all he does now because he's he was 70 years old or whatever he is and or some somewhere in the 70s he starts to get all glassy-eyed because he's just remembering rick flair at his peak in the 80s or the early 90s and like the good old days, right? And he doesn't know how to derive value from just being seventy-three-year-old Richard Fleer, who had a good run, and like he's not coming. Now he's going to settle yeah. in. No, he just doesn't. In fact, there's another. So another quarantine discovery from last weekend. If you're a wrestling nerd, and clearly I am the wrestling nerd of the show, the WWE Network has a bunch of great documentaries too, and one of them is about the ruthless aggression era from the early two thousands, where. It was a little bit like in the NBA when Michael Jordan retired, and then they went through this period where who's the next star, right? And, and okay, Kobe, but there was like a two or three year period where Kobe wasn't quite ready to be the star of the league, and LeBron hadn't gotten there yet. And the WWF at the time, The Rock went to Hollywood, and Stone Cold retired with a neck injury, and they had like a two or three year period where they didn't know who the stars were going to be. So John Cena comes around, uh, Randy Orton comes around, and they. Randy Orton, Dave Bautista, Triple H, and Ric Flair formed this faction called Evolution. And there's a full hour and a half long documentary about Triple H basically trying to like pump Ric Flair back up through this faction called Evolution. And it's like, it's amazingly candid. He's like, there's like all this backstage footage of sort of depressed Ric Flair in the early 2000s because his physique isn't what it used to be. And he's, you know, he's not winning matches because he's not like he's 50 years old or 55 years old and Triple H is saying and you know, I'm I'm looking at this guy walking around and it's kind of pathetic you know like he used to be my idol and he's this legend and he's just like has no confidence anymore because that Ric Flair is gone they showed part of it they were talking they had that part in the 30 for 30 where Triple H was saying something similar and they were showing this clip where they're all in the ring cutting a promo and Ric Flair's just he's got the thousand yard stare just he's not there He's just, they're trying to pump him up to the crowd. Yeah. And he's just, just nodding his head, just not paying attention to anything. But that sport, too, is one where they try and milk those guys for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they can, get every can you imagine, like, sure. the twins being like, this pitcher was really good in 92, and now Brad Radke's back. <laughs> they're still rolling back. <laughs> like, Brad, we want you to be super confident tonight. Go out there and dominate Brad Radke. His arm like, is hanging by a thread. I don't he's addicted pitch. to painkillers. I don't want to pitch anymore. Like football, you know, the Vikings, we got this quarterback. His name's Dante Culpepper. Go back out there and, Dude, ro- and roll it, Dante. Today is actually, I believe, the 13-year anniversary of Ric Flair's last, or maybe the 12-year anniversary, Ric Flair's last match with the WWE. And Shawn Michaels was his opponent at yeah. WrestleMania. And, like, it's the most unbelievable scene in the minute. It's, like, totally real. And the only thing that's not real, obviously, is, like, how hard Shawn Michaels kicked Ric Flair. But... They both know that the match is about to end, yep. and Ric Flair knows, and Shawn Michaels knows, that Ric Flair's career, the most legendary career ever, is about to end. And so Shawn Michaels is in the corner stomping his foot to do his his sweet chin music finisher, and he's got tears coming down his face. Ric Flair gets up and does, like, the fighter stance, the Notre Dame fighter stance, with, like, like, bawling his eyes out, so... In theory, like Ric Flair is, you know, he's supposed to be getting up to like continue the match, but he knows what the ending of the match is, and so he's just bawling because he knows that his career is about to be over. And Shawn Michaels mouths to Ric Flair, "I'm sorry, I love you," and then kicks his head off, That's and then weird. and then pins him. But it was like, you know, wow. it was it. You could see like it's how a weird much breakup. it. But no, but here's the here's the point. You could see how much it meant to Ric Flair, right? 
oh my God, like this whole thing that I've propped my entire existence off of for 40 years right. is coming to an end in the middle of this ring right now, and I'm bawling because of it. So, anyway. so is, is that a bit like the end for Favre? Yeah, who Rick, play, who Brett played Favre and Ric Flair was, are actually very much alike. And Favre, <laughs> very much and alike. Fa- and Favre, with, without question, did take it too long. Who was the guy who drove Favre into the frozen turf? At Corey TCF? Wooten. Was Corey Wooten Shawn Michaels in this scenario? Pretty much. I'm <laughs> sorry, Brett. I love you. Did, Blind did he have tears in his eyes and mouth, I'm sorry, I love you, as he was coming around the edge? And McKinney did not move, so Wooten just like went right around him. He's like, oh, no. It was actually McKinney who was crying and saying, I'm he sorry, I love you. I'm sorry, Brett. McKinney should have been crying. You. Brett Favre knocked out cold on the TCF Bank Stadium turf. But we must put your career into to a step. Uh, all right, quarantine discovery for me this weekend. Well, Tiger King was one of the quarantine discoveries, but we already covered so that one. So you didn't start that till this weekend? No, I binged and, it all in one day. And you day. blew straight through it, huh? Seven episodes wow. in one day. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm all super on Saturday. impressed. Nice. <laughs> Seven hours, no break, just went right through, just wow. plowed through all of them. Wow. But the biggest quarantine How many drinks? Wait, wait, wait. How many drinks? Uh, well, we had the, the 10 White Claw empty cans for the claw bowling yeah. quarantine sport. The TikTok, I saw that. That is a segue to my quarantine discovery. I now have a TikTok account, gentlemen. Look at you. TikTok, wildly popular among 15 to 24-year-olds. Had to one-up me, didn't And you? Phil Mackey. What, you jump on Instagram, I, just, I jump I, on TikTok. I get on the gram, you gotta go TikTok. That's well, right. I mean, at Jay Zolgat on the gram, at Phil Mackey MN on TikTok, where you can see my first three TikTok. Was videos. there another Phil Mackey? Did somebody get the Phil Mackey handle? This is where I become old. So oh, I God. actually had the Phil Mackey handle back in the fall, just to like reserve it, and then I locked myself out of the account. Uh, <laughs> I did that on Twitter. So you have the Phil Mackey handle. So I have it, okay. but I'm working with TikTok support to try and get into it and just merge the two. So we'll see what happens. Rami, if you get a TikTok, what's your TikTok name? Because you got Rami is tweeting, Rami is... I was going to bring that up, Jonathan, and then I thought if I bring that up on the air, somebody is going to go and steal that before I can get it. So okay. why don't we not do that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do it now. Do it now! Oh no! Don't no! Get down! Doing this again? Get down! Oh, no. TikTok! Yeah. Don't start again. <laughs> TikTok. What'd you just call it? TikTok. You must pick your favorite songs. Do the dance. Do you the can dance, dance if you want to. Do the dance on TikTok. You put the elbow over here and then the other elbow here. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Oh no. Oh, is it a cross between Phil Mackey and Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Lift your foot! Do the dance! Oh. So, uh, TikTok's amazing, by the way. This is the most addicted I've been to a social media platform what is TikTok since, exactly? since Twitter 10 years what, ago. I've seen it, but what does it do? I don't fully the, understand. The it. best way I would explain TikTok is 15 or 60 second videos or or something something in between. You can do 15 or 60 second videos okay. synced up to sounds or soundtracks. And you can upload your own. And so you can do, you know, you can, like what I did yesterday when I did uh, quarantine sports, White Claw Bowling. So I shot it in four scenes. I shot the initial, like, uh, panning of the 10 White Claw cans as bowling pins. And then I did, like, me with a tennis ball Mm -hmm. doing a bowling motion. Mm -hmm. Then a slow-mo shot of the ball hitting the cans. And then me doing a fist pump. And you can just upload those four videos, boom, 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 and it'll... Clip them for you. You choose a song. I chose the Rocky theme song, of course. and it'll then clip. It'll clip like to the beat of the song, like where the cuts should be. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. I, there's not copyright problems. 
No, the, uh, they, the part- they partnered with Apple. Ah, okay. Because I was they partnered say, with Apple. Because Twitter yeah. has that problem, right? Uh, I think most... They get very yeah. upset if you put music on Twitter and they basically um, suspend your account. Yep, and YouTube can get that way too. But uh, okay. TikTok's geniuses, they have partnered with Apple. So they have no problem. And so they are driving back and forth. They are driving people like to new songs and stuff. And so there's been a lot so of artists... So you're a TikTok that, guy now? Right now I am. I'm right. a TikTok guy. I'm- I find myself scrolling more through TikTok and watching dumb Shaquille O'Neal dance videos than almost anything it's else. It's another feel-good, though, right? So, like, it's fun? It is. It's yeah, super John. fun. There's no backbiting, no hate? No. Nobody's Seven hours on Twitter like last night, boys. Seven gotcha. hours on Twitter. Seven hours on Twitter? Sat, he can do that, but he can't sat, binge. Sat down at three. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, Wait, you just sat, sat down on Twitter at, for seven hours? Well, No, I wrote something, too, but I sat at my desk on Twitter from three, and then we did the happy hour at eight. And then I was on until 11. Judd needs sports back bad. Oh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Good Dude, God, man. Jones and, sports aren't coming back for at least two more months. I, it's, I don't know what to do. Are you just going <laughs> to sit at Twitter all night, every night for seven hours? In the fetal position, just <laughs> rocking back and forth. Start breaking bad tonight. Start breaking bad. Right. You got nothing better to do. Start breaking bad tonight. I'll see if the wife Let us know how many episodes you get in. Okay. It's a good idea. I would say... I almost think you should be watching Breaking Bad and 24 at the same time. No, that's too much. That's too much. One at a time. The problem is if you start 24, you can't can't switch between shows. You got to keep going. No, let him focus. He's a beginner, guys. (laughs) What did I just tell him? Start slow. You guys are double up on shows. Put a poll up. Let's put a poll up here on Score on Twitter. But I can't watch 24 unless I have uh, um, DVR for it, right? I think we can. No, we can can figure that out. 24 has got to be available somewhere. Actually, well, somebody's got the. Somebody tweeted us that it's not on Hulu, Netflix, or Amazon Prime. What? That's a problem. How is that even? You possible? know what? Didn't Disney buy Fox? Might be on Disney Plus. I don't think I have Disney Plus. Little Mermaid or Twenty Four. That's like the only one I don't have. I can help you out, Judge. Disney but Jonathan, Plus. it's on Hulu. Here's the poll. It is on Hulu. Yeah, Jud- it's on Hulu. Judge Zolgad is diving into uh, binging TV shows for the first yeah. time. Should he start with Twenty Four, or should he start with Breaking Bad? Is there a third option we want to throw on this poll? This person tweets Oz or Battlestar Galactica. I will not be going Battlestar Galactica. Jeff, thank you very much. Oz, I might. What do you got against Battlestar Galactica? Nah, I've a, seen it. It's not a judge show. It's I can my, confirm it's th- not a judge show. Thank you, it's Jonathan. Not a judge that's, show. No, that's not an indictment of Jeff. It's an indictment of the fact that it's not a judge show. That's exactly it's right. very much not a Oz judge show. Oz might be a judge show. That's old school. It's amazing. All right. We'll get that poll up. I'm signing up for TikTok as we speak. Good. What's the name? I'm, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, now my phone is making noises. All right. Here oh, my, wait, wait. Turn what? Out, dude. Wait, what was that? Dude, that was know. frozen. It was that a was, TikTok was video. Too. I don't know what that was. It was a TikTok video. <laughs> what the heck? What is going on? What the? I have no idea. It's just a TikTok video that opened up when I opened the app. I don't know, man. You might want to call the cops. That sounds like something's happening to somebody. That sounds like weird. a start of a law and order to me. Here we go. Sign up. All right. All right. I'll be on TikTok before this break is over. Doug. Sounds good. All right. Back in up with Rami. When we come back here, ESPN's way too early NFL rankings and where they have the Vikings. Interesting spot. And we'll wrap with Patrick Ricey.